happy birthday to Lena Martinez. Yay! Thank you, Lila. All right, so now that we've gathered who we are, it is time for the fifth attempt at the first podcast. Mm -hmm. Of, uh, we still haven't named it. No, we were thinking... The two mic, what? Two mics and a meal. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We're right. not really eating right now. No, but we love to eat. Yes. And cook. So, here we have Lena Martinez, the owner of the Cuban Kitchen, located at 3799 South El Camino Real in San Mateo, California. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Originally from the south side of Chicago. That's right. And 83rd and Brandon. Mm-hmm. And, uh... A transplant from the East Coast, correct? Yes, yes. We moved to Miami when I was eight, and uh, so I spent my formative years growing up in Miami, like most Cuban-American girls. Excellent. And then you spent a, a blip of your life in New Jersey. Yeah, most of your life, in fact. <laughs> yep, New Jersey, New York. But that's where you and I started the food truck for Cuban Kitchen. And yeah, the first attempt at the restaurant. Yeah. So we've had a few renditions of this kitchen. We have. One on wheels. Yep. And two and four walls. <laughs> I guess that's eight. Yeah, <laughs> eight walls. <laughs> well, not counting the four that we didn't open the first That's time. That's right. We've got so many inside jokes for you folks coming up. Yep. Um, here we go. I yes, guess. you'll get to know us better. Yeah, we're going to... That's what this is all about, after all. Correct. All right. We're kind of, you know, not really big fish in a little pond here, but I'd say we're fish, kua, marlin, and nemo. We're recognizable amongst the reefers now. <laughs> Well, especially because I don't change my clothes. I wear the same Cuban Kitchen t-shirt and bandana everywhere I go. Yes. It's just easy to get up and put on the, you, you know, you don't have to decide what to wear. <laughs> it's just like easy for me. Well, so now that you're easily recognizable around town and we've kind of got a platform here, we're going to use this platform to uh, introduce ourselves and talk about what it's been like to own a restaurant and not just in the last two years, but... The last, what is it now? Yeah, six years. And well, here six years. But this oh, right. Concept. Well, we started in 2009 uh, when we launched the truck and uh, then took a hiatus for a while when I moved out here to California mm -hmm. uh, in 2013 and then opened this place in 2015. So six years here. These yep. were the most, I think, formative years for me and real restaurant experience. Yes. So. Yeah, this was the real deal. Yeah. It's, it's been great. So, let's get to it. You're from the south side of Chicago, mm -hmm. grew up in Miami, mm -hmm. Cuban-American, who also is? So, yeah, my dad is from Havana, and he came before Castro. My mom is from Mexico City, mm -hmm. and she came when she was five, and um, they met in Chicago, um, and uh, yeah, and then we moved to Miami. So, um, I had that Cuban-Mexican fusion going on before fusion was a thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, always grew up around uh, really good cooks, too. So Yeah, you were influenced by quite the amalgamation of good cooks. Home cooks, yeah. yeah home. So there was my dad, um, who I love cooking with on the weekends. My mom was no slouch either. Um, she learned from her mom, who was amazing, you mm -hmm. know, Bila. Yeah. Uh -huh. And, um, and then my first year of college, uh, I went back to Illinois and lived with Tia Berta, who's right. my dad's eldest sister. 
and the best cook. She was the best cook on his side of the family. And that's where I learned most of my cooking was from Tia Berta. Um, she was like, uh, what's the name of that woman from water, like water for chocolate? Tita. Yeah. Um, when you were eat her food, you felt like you were transformed and, uh, you could eat her food, you know, hot, room temperature, cold. It was spectacular. And, uh, and she cooked very healthy, by the way. You know, she, her, there was never any, like, greasy film. Like, when you pulled her food out of the refrigerator, it was just super flavorful. So that's what I always aspired to uh, cook. Like, she was my biggest inspiration. I see. So you spent some time with her in college. Mm -hmm. So growing up in a Cuban-Mexican, you know, as a first-generation American, mm -hmm. um, what was that like? Were there pressures? What were you studying in college? Yeah, so even though we love to cook, um, I wouldn't say that it was frowned upon to pursue a career in the culinary arts. It just wasn't considered as a career. <laughs> it's like, a career. A career. <laughs> um, no, I, you know, growing up, my dad really had a very little education, quite frankly. He was a laborer when he arrived, like many, many immigrants, and... Um, he thought that the only jobs uh, that I should pursue were either a lawyer or a doctor and, um, you know, get the best education possible and not do anything that required kind of labor, labor skill. Yeah. yeah. And so um, he didn't, you know, he wasn't like we today revere chefs and um, we revere the culinary, you know, arts and people that are creating so many wonderful and new gastronomic, you know, feats. Mm -hmm. um, but back then it was just, you know, he, he had limited uh, formal education. Yeah. Uh, and so he just thought that, you know, if you're, you're going to be somebody, you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer. Right. So I really never pursued the culinary arts as a profession. Is that what you wanted to do? Oh, yeah. I would have loved to have gone to study at, you know, one of those schools in France or something like that. But Like no. Sabrina. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, we, uh, I pursued a, a degree in economics and then later a business degree and then a career in banking. So very far from the kitchen, but always cooked Lucrative. at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those days were pretty cushy, but um, these salad days are the best, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cute, these salad days. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Shakespeare. So how long was it before you actually began your first foray into the restaurant industry? So after a brief career in banking, um, I became a soccer mom and um and then a few years of doing that uh I started to get itchy to do something else and went to uh Institute of Culinary Education in New York City and felt the juices flowing again and so from that point on that was 2005 I think um and then I started to pursue the idea of opening a restaurant. And how long had you wanted to open a restaurant? Oh, wow. Since high school, I thought it would be amazing to have a chain of Cuban kitchen restaurants. Um, I, I read a lot about uh, Ray Kroc around that time and how he made McDonald's this, you know, not just national, but international uh, 
chain of you know successful restaurants and I thought well I think human food would be as uh, successful if somebody could make it so and so I started to plot my devious plan to <laughs> <laughs> to take become them. the first, you know, Cuban QSR of the world. Wow. So <laughs> back in high school you had this idea. Back in Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a fantasy even back then for sure. Yeah. So we own this idea. Uh it's ours. <laughs> Whoever decided to do it and was more successful, uh, it's ours. <laughs> so what was the first actual foray into the industry? Yeah, so after a failed attempt to open a brick and mortar right out of the box, I decided to take the little bit of money that I had left on credit cards and borrowed a little bit from mommy and got a food truck. And then you and I dabbled uh, in the food business via a a mobile food venture Yeah, in New York City and New Jersey. Operating out of our apartment... (laughs) Yes, that not was even a commercial. Crazy. Yeah, it uh, was. Why? It was. How big was that kitchen? That kitchen was smaller than this space that we're recording in right now. Oh sure. Well, it was a, it was a FedEx truck or what? DHL truck? No, no, no. The the kitchen in the apartment. Oh well, we did we did most of the cooking on the truck. We did a lot of yeah. prep in that. No, I remember having a little bit. Yeah, three people in that tiny kitchen. Yeah, bustling around before we went out on that truck. Yeah down the back stairs from the second story. Yeah, it was you, Marilyn, Chrissy, Alejandra. And don't forget Sasha, our German Shepherd. Sasha. <laughs> Marilyn would always <laughs> say, Sasha, don't push me. Going down In the Spanish. stairs. Yeah. <laughs> don't me. <laughs> well, that was, yeah, those were great times. We gotta, we gotta dedicate a, an entirely different podcast just to the truck days. Yes, um, I agree. So, I agree. yeah, thank you so much for joining us on your birthday. Thank you. And happy birthday. 37 looks great on you. (laughs) Don't ever change. Multiply by two. Stop it. (laughs) All right. We love you very much. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Lila. We'll hear you next time. Love you.